This episode contains explicit content regarding a child and may be uncomfortable for some listeners. The following podcast contains explicit content and is not suitable for all listeners. I'm not going to do this for every episode, but as I have relaunched my Patreon, I thought this was a great time to do another teaser trailer of my latest Patreon episode, The Story of Kellyanne Bates. I hope you'll enjoy this teaser, and please, if you'd like to support me and my efforts, my Patreon is Femicide Podcast, and for just $5 per month, you get access to one bonus additional episode every single month. So please join, share, like, I really appreciate all the support you can give, even if it's not in a monetary value. So thank you so much, and here is my latest Patreon episode. Episode 3 on Patreon, The Story of Kellyanne Bates. In the UK, 4 in 5, or 82% of grooming cases last year in 2021, where the gender was known, were against girls with 12 to 15-year-old girls making up 39% of all victims, where the age and gender was recorded. On April 16, 1996, a man entered a police station to report that he accidentally killed his girlfriend after an argument in the bathtub. He asserted she inhaled water and drowned, but that he tried to resuscitate her and was unsuccessful. However, When police arrived to their home in Manchester in England, they found the 17-year-old's body to have over 150 injuries and the most extensive trauma they had ever seen. This is the story of Kelly Ann Bates. Kelly Ann Bates was born on May 18, 1978 in Hattersley near Manchester in the UK. Her parents, Margaret and Tommy Bates, were very close to their daughter, and the family spent a lot of time together during her early years. Kelly Ann was known to be confident, kind, thoughtful, and an all-around good kid. She had two brothers, Andrew and Paul. I'm not sure their exact ages, but one appears to be a little older and one younger, putting Kelly Ann as the middle child. I believe one is four years younger and one two years older in and around that range. In photos, they appear to be quite close, and overall, she just looks like a happy child and teenager. There is a photo where she is laughing with a bottle cap stuck to her forehead, so you can tell she was just a normal, funny teenager. I put a lot of photos up on my Patreon for this episode, so that you can get a real sense of Kelly Ann. Her mother stated in an interview, quote, 
Kelly loved children and wanted to be a teacher. She was soft-hearted and very maternal, end quote. She was also very active, playing football and hockey with her friends. But as with any teenager, Kellyanne started to distance herself from her family when she met someone at 14 years old and fell in love. At first, her family was happy Kellyanne had a boyfriend, and for the next two years, Kellyanne did her best to keep her family and her boyfriend apart. Figuring she was just shy about it or didn't want the attention from her parents, her family didn't press to meet Dave Smith, assuming he was just a boy from school. But after Kellyanne had snuck out at night multiple times, and even going for a few days, her parents became worried, as any parent would be. Dave spoke to them on the phone, assuring them she was okay. But finally, when Kellyanne was 16 years old, Margaret and Tommy Bates met Dave Smith for the first time. Margaret stating, quote, The first time I met him, he swaggered down the stairs, and it made the hairs stand up on the back of my neck. End quote. That's because their daughter wasn't dating a boy from school named Dave. In actuality, Kellyanne was being groomed by 45-year-old James Patterson Smith. At the time, she told her parents he was 32 years old, a little bit confusing, but I assume that they thought 32 was going to be better than 45 for her parents. And I'm not sure why, because both are horrible when it's a 14 or 16-year-old child. In hindsight, her mother stated, quote, I know I shouldn't say this, but I wish I killed him the first time I saw him. That way, Kelly would still be alive. End quote. I don't normally speak much about the perpetrators of the crimes, but I think a bit of James's background is relevant to Kellyanne's story. James was unemployed and divorced, living in Gorton in Manchester. Just for some context, Hattersley is located about 10 miles or 16 kilometers east of Manchester, which is a major city in the northwest of England with a population of 553,230 as of 2019. Apparently, it's also known as being, quote, the first industrialized city in the world. Manchester was responsible for the country's first ever working canal in 1761 and the world's first ever railway line in 1830, end quote. The area that James lived in is called Gorton, and it's roughly 6.6 miles or 10.6 kilometers from Hattersley, en route if you were driving to Manchester City. James was practicing abstinence from alcohol and didn't smoke. He was also apparently, quote, house-proud and well-groomed, end quote, which explains some of his attraction to women, on paper, he seemed like a pretty good catch, I mean, minus the unemployed part, but I don't know if he was just laid off at the time of Kellyanne's murder or if he was unemployed for years, but he was violent for years. His 10-year marriage ended in 1980 with allegations of abuse from his ex-wife. Following his divorce, he began dating 20-year-old Tina Watson, who became pregnant with his child. 
She alleges that in their two-year relationship, she was, quote, used as a punch bag, end quote, even during her pregnancy, stating, quote, at first it was now and again, just a little tap, but in the end it was every day. He would smack me in the face or hit me over the head with an ashtray. He would kick me in the legs or between the legs, end quote. Tina managed to escape his control, and I'm not sure how their child is doing or if she kept the child, but thankfully she did leave him. Unfortunately, after Tina, he met 15-year-old Wendy Mottershead, who he also abused during their relationship. In both Tina and Wendy's cases, he attempted to drown them both in a bathtub and a kitchen sink, respectively. I don't know how long he was with Wendy or if he had dated anyone else following her relationship, but it was in 1992 that he met Kelly Ann as she was babysitting for his friends and her ordeal began and his increasing violence escalated. If you'd like to continue listening to this episode, I have linked my Patreon account in the show notes of this episode. I hope that you will go and check it out. I have three episodes on there now. And again, your support just means the world to me. So thank you very much for listening. I'm your host, Sean Marie, and join me next time for another story. <laughs>